Listener discretion is advised. Happy Halloween, everyone, and welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. Uh, Happy Halloween, everyone, and actually... Happy birthday, Michelle. Oh, thank you. It is also Michelle's birthday episode. I always had Halloween-themed birthday parties. Did you really? Oh, my entire childhood. Like, I don't think I had a non-Halloween party mm-hmm. ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I used to have... Actually, I, all these people are going to be like, that bitch was spoiled. <laughs> I would have the entire grade over for a party. And so, boys, girls, it didn't matter, and we would have these giant Halloween parties. That's fun, because the people could dress up, and... I remember one time, oh, in sixth grade, I actually, I pro- Well, now it's too far. I'm going in, and I'm telling it. Okay. I was a punk rocker for Halloween. Okay. So I had my hair in some weird ponytail, and I had it all streaked with purple and everything, mm-hmm. with some gross dye that, like, stayed wet the whole time. It was very strange. <laughs> and then my mom and I sort of pieced together this, like, piece of fabric uh-huh. into, like, some sort of makeshift punk rock all right. outfit. It, I'm sure, did not look anything punk rockish okay. at all. So I'm opening my presents, and in sixth grade... By this point, I'm growing a little bit. You okay, know what I'm saying? Right. I'm getting a little bit more endowed than I maybe was mm-hmm. in fifth grade. And I'm opening my presents and fucking my shirt fell <gasps> down. And I think I showed my boobs to the entire sixth grade class. Oh my god! <laughs> so I tried to like put it back up really quick. The damage was done. The damage was done. Actually, I never heard it. So now I'm... Did anyone see or have oh, I so just been? Know. Yeah, so never, no one ever mentioned it. So like, you never went back to school and they called you like Boobs McGee or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like, like, oh my god, I saw your boobs. Yeah. No, no one ever said anything. Oh, so okay. to this day, so I don't that know. Embarrassing? It's embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> it's still embarrassing. Okay. You know, when That's you're in sixth true, grade, yeah. it's like the worst fucking thing that could have happened. Absolutely. I'm surprised I didn't burst out crying and leave the room. I'm or sure some. guys like, doodled them in your in their, in their books and their notebooks They're like going to michelle's house for parties from now on <laughs> oh um, anyway well for the halloween episode and michelle's birthday we have what is it called vampire bite drinks Ooh. Ooh. so it's cherry vodka cherry soda black Ooh. cherry soda and then lemonade mm. and just over ice and it is so good yeah it is really good. if you really love cherry yeah cherry is a very strong flavor in this so if you like cherry this is definitely the good drink for you yeah if you like cherry soda at all you're gonna probably enjoy this quite a bit yeah i liked it a lot we have cute little bats in it and uh, we're ready for the the holiday so hope you guys are too so this episode we're kind of having spooky stories ooh, of survival so ooh. <laughs> <laughs> not great <laughs> um i'll refrain from sound sound effects going forward okay well, we'll actually see. i'm not making that promise that's a ridiculous promise we do want to say we forgot the last like few episodes i think we talked about uh we didn't talk action park the the we documentary watch the documentary my main takeaway from that uh-huh. is i would have 100 percent been called a pussy on all of oh, those yeah, rides. absolutely <laughs> that Me was too. a big part of it is there's all this like daring to you know go on these rides and all these injuries were more like a you know, um, write a passage, write a passage. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like no. You'd be the bartender when you were like 16. You're like, I got you, Joe. That's actually very true. Right? <laughs> Probably just taking shots in the back and yeah, mm. absolutely. All right. So are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Ooh okay. I'm excited for your story. Thank You've you. been kind of building it up and well, I, have... I hope it, it does well, but okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have you heard about the app Randonautica? Fuck, no. Okay, so... Rando- is this something that, like, every single fucking teenager probably knows about? And I'm Absolute- just Yeah, an absolutely, old bitch. Michelle. Get with the times, girl. Oh, God. Okay. What is the name of it? Ramonautica? No, no. Randonautica. Oh, <laughs> Randonautica. Yes. Okay. So it's an app, and it actually was... The initial release date was February of this year, of 2020. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay. And it is number one in the travel app category, number one in adventure category, and number one in simulation games category. So what the fuck is it? Uh, I'm glad you asked, Michelle. <laughs> so Randonautica is an app, and pretty much it gets people random coordinates closest to their house, like closest. Wow. Oh, close- dear. Closest? No, like close-ish. A close-ish. Yeah. Okay. To where they are. Like between like 10 to 30 minutes away. Okay. okay? So you get these random coordinates and it takes you somewhere. Uh. And what it says is you have to have an intent. So you have to put out an intent word or an intent. And then they give you coordinates and you go there to find your intent. So you're pretty much putting it out there. So here are some stories about some people's intent that they put out. Okay. Hang on. Let's just take a quickie beat here (laughs) for Rando Nautica. Yeah. Okay. Do you have to like type in your intent? No. Or do you just think it? You think it while you... While you're... Wanting to the coordinates. Okay. So this has become really popular on TikTok. Okay. So a lot of people... So if I have nothing to do with TikTok, then this is probably why I haven't heard of it. Sure. Uh... (laughs) No, you are old. (laughs) So... The, all the stories I got were from TikTok. Okay. Um, so people would pretty much record them going to these coordinates and telling what their intention was. Okay. So, okay. So, so let's just jump into some minor things right now. Oh, God. So um, <sighs> this one is from at test.soroland.com. L-A-N-D, hmm. Soroland. I don't, I'm just going to spell them out just so I, you know, so people know. Don't fuck them completely up. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. So she was curious about all this Randonautica stuff. So she downloaded the app and she just wanted to see if something creepy would happen. So she found her old iPod and mm. she's like, this is like memory lane. So she plugged in her old iPod, listened to some old music, and she went to the location that uh, they gave her. My God, and, I want to download this app so bad, okay. but I have a feeling by the end of this, I will never download it. Maybe, I mean, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Okay. Uh, so she went to the location, and what she found was this cat. And this cat, like, sat there, and then it walked away. So she's like, I'm going to follow this cat. <sighs> and 15 seconds later, she ran into her old roommate from nine years ago. Huh. Right? I just got hella goosebumps. (laughs) So she was reminiscing. Sort of her intent was sort of nostalgic reminiscing. Yeah. And then she runs into her roommate. Fucking roommate from nine years ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So she actually went again and told her friend that she was going to bring a mug of tea. And this mug had like pretty flowers on it. And she texted her friend she's like happy mugs bring happy things so she's like nothing's bad gonna happen you know i love my mugs i know (laughs) i do as well so so she goes to this place and it's in the forest okay and she got to her location and there was a swamp she found a swamp and she's like this is very beautiful i didn't know this was here so she's like okay well this was nice so she turned and then she sees she finds a rock with a smiley face on it and on the back of the rock it says, say happy. What? Right? Oh my God, I thought I had goosebumps before, Caitlin. <laughs> oh, and what? So, yeah, right? Isn't that crazy? Okay, another one. That's more stories. Is crazy. Well, we're building up, so. My God, here's this the might next be one. my very favorite story you've ever told ever. <laughs> Maybe besides Action Park, because that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right? Sorry. Continue on. Uh, so, this next story is from at Cleomorph. And her, their intent, her and her friends, uh, their intent was blue and white. Just okay. random colors. Okay. Okay. So their destination uh, was actually a white house, a white and blue house. Oh, So they got to the location. Also at this white and blue house was a white car and a blue car. What? Oh my God. This is so... Right. So the they were blue like, and white house and the blue, blue and white car. Okay. So like this is crazy. So they chose another coordinates, and this time their intent was creepy. <sighs> this I so. will not do, Caitlin. Do not try to lure me into some fucking <laughs> okay. creepy random nautica. 
So they are driving to this new location and a car pulls out in front of them. Their license plate says intent on it. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> so they got to their location and it was in the woods. So was their intent creepy mm-hmm. or was that was just their whole intent was just we want something creepy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not like... I thought of something creepy, and no. you're going to tell us in a minute what that thing was. Nope. Their okay. intent was creepy. creepy. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So they and got then to the-, the car with the intent right. license plate. Ugh. So they're in the woods, and the place that they were at, there were these large holes that were dug deep. Like these are deep holes, and one of the holes had these large sticks surrounding it. Like what? It was like a trap or something. Like they couldn't, like. Something fell in it. They couldn't get out. But these holes were everywhere. So that kind of creeped them out and they left. And that was that. I mean. They didn't do any further investigation. No, no. They were done after that. I probably would have been too. I've been like, guys, we need to be outie. Because we're going to end up in one of these holes. Absolutely. And creepy is going to go to murder. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So this brings us to the next story. Oh, God. So, this is, I'm so sorry, at A-P-E-M-A-R-E-E-E, Ape Marie, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm not going to be any help. <laughs> no, fine. So, this is two friends hanging out, and it is close to midnight. It's almost midnight. They're like, let's do this Randonautica thing. Nope. Um, they didn't say what their intent was, mm. but what they got was not good. So, <laughs> so clearly their intent behind the scenes was creepy or something yeah. fucking equally as scary. Absolutely. So their location was at this golf course. They're uh-huh. like, okay. So they pull up and she has the headlights on. One friend stays in the car. The other one gets out and is looking around. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. the girl who's sitting in the car sees a man come out of the woods. <laughs> and he's walking towards them. What? So she yells at her friends to get back in the car. She gets back in the car and starts backing up, but they're still recording. But when they back up, you can kind of see, it looks like two other people on either side of them walking as well towards the car. <sighs> what the fuck? Right? Oh my God. Like, seriously, I have such... Goosebumps. I did too, and I read the stories already. With the, with the TikTok, you can watch it. So I was watching this. So I'll have to show you these, I guess. Yeah, so it's just all unfolding mm-hmm. in front of you. Yeah, and, exactly. And so so that was really creepy. Like, golf course, midnight, people Men. walking out from the woods at the golf course. What? Like, what's the... Like, what? It, wasn't, it didn't look like security either. He, like, had a white shirt on, and it was weird. Oh. It was weird. That is uncomfortable. Uh, we have two more stories. All right. Okay. I have three stories myself, so Ooh, this is going to be okay. storylicious. You know uh, yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> so this was at my K-E-N-A-R-E or V-E. I can't even... Is it R or E? Oh, it's I like mean, an R. Okay. Sorry. My bad. I wrote it bad. But okay. So this happened in Aurora, Colorado. Okay. And her intent word... And her friend was death. Girl. (laughs) No. No. Oh, okay. So (laughs) in this video on TikTok, she was very in distress when she was filming because this happened afterwards. Okay. So So she she was telling the story of what happened. She put her intent out. She got the coordinates. She went to it. And then she recalled it later. Yes. As she's fucking freaking herself out. Yep. Or freaking out. Yeah. So her and her friend got to the location and looked out the window. What they saw was a woman holding a man who was lying in the gutter. They get out of the car and the man was just shot. (gasps) And it was his wife that was holding the wound. Oh my God, a whole new set of goosebumps. God damn it, Keelan. (laughs) Every time. No. So uh, the wife hands the phone to the girl to be like, please call 911. So she called the cops and the ambulance all came. The, her friend took off his jacket and put pressure on the wound until help came. They were questioned by police and then they were, they were let go. Like, you can go home now. I've been like, we need to look a little bit more into this fucking app that got you here. Yeah, right? So then her caption to the video was, please do not go random nodding. Because that's what's called random nodding, random nautica, 
random coordinates, blah, blah, blah. So she had a really bad experience, but her intent was death. So it was just interesting how coincidence this is all Girl, happening. there is zero coincidence <laughs> in this. Oh, my God. Oh. The last story is what made this app famous. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the at is at Ugh Henry. Oh. U G H. You can't read it. You're writing again? No. You said Ugh. Ugh. No, it's U G H H E N R Y. Okay. Ugh Henry. Let's hear it. So, him and a group of friends were in Seattle and they downloaded the app and they got their coordinates. And this happened on June 19th, 2020. The app brought them to the shoreline, like just off the coast. It was beautiful. Once they were there, they found a black suitcase that Do was washed out. Do we know what their out. intention was? No. We don't know their... They didn't say what oh, their intent was. okay. But they found a black suitcase that was washed up on the rocks. They were joking that it could be money in there. So, two girls used uh, sticks to unzip it, to open it up. <gasps> I just read about this! Oh my god! And they saw uh, there was a bag in there, but an awful smell came over them. They called the police, and there was actually human remains in the bag. <gasps> I just, I literally, I was in the car. Oh, sort really? Of, like, going through stuff on Facebook or some shit, uh -huh. and I... Saw, saw that and i was oh. like oh that's interesting then thought nothing else of it well there you My go God. i haven't downloaded the app assholes <laughs> like let's not right do this already so police located another bag containing the same nearby oh. the remains were identified as jessica lewis 36 and her boyfriend austin weiner weiner w-e-n-n-e-r yeah. 27. And uh, he was 27. In August, police arrested Michael Lee Dudley, who was 62 years old, who was the couple's landlord. They do not know a motive just yet. They think it was an argument about unpaid rent. His bail is currently at $5 million Ooh. and is charged with two counts of second degree murder. Dang. Right? So this app has a lot of stories. It's actually, it's worldwide because there was a lot of TikToks that I saw that were in different languages that I just, you know, yeah. I'm not going to translate or I don't know how to translate it. So, so a lot of people are doing it. And so it's just interesting. It's like, do you think that what you put out there is what you're going to find? Yeah. You think so for oh, sure? Yeah. No, I mean, they've shown over and over, like in quantum physics and stuff, that your thought has absolute impact on what is going on around you. I mean, mm. without a doubt. And, you know, so I absolutely, you know, think that having your intention and thought form mm -hmm. is enough, you to know. To manifest something. Yep. It's a secret in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> you remember the secret back in the yes, day? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what would your intent be, Michelle, if we download the app? <sighs> I know. Immediately I was like, love or kindness. And then when you brought up the um, uh, the uh, suitcase, oh, I was yeah. like, money. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Maybe. I've always wanted to do that, though. Like, in a meditation or something, oh. go give myself money and hide it somewhere and then you know find it? find it somehow in the physical world oh my gosh that's creepy but cool i had a dream one time that this was a long time ago but i just remember it so well because i had won like thirty five hundred dollars in my mm -hmm. dream so i had this like stack of cash in my dream and i was like now if i could just wake up and wake up in the right way i can wake up with this in my hand oh my gosh and did you no oh. i didn't fucking do it <laughs> you did it wrong michelle i know well and i knew i had done it wrong right like in my like i just as soon as i woke up i was like oh i didn't do it quite right right and it was just and then i never had that dream again but so, so should we download this app sometime oh my and god do it at night or no are you <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, um, I do kind of want to do it. It right? sounds fascinating, but right. my intention is going to be something positive. Well, absolutely. My yeah. concern uh -huh. is that I would say my intention is like friend or something mm -hmm. like that. But underneath, you know how you have sort of dark thoughts. Yeah, and for you're, sure. You know, I would be afraid that. I would let that get into it, mm -hmm. and then I'd end up with some sort of muddied intention that... 
What if your intent, what my intent was creepy and the coordinates was your house? Because you got woods you back can there. You fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I'm just curious. I mean, I, 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 would, I don't want to do creepy. I don't want to be scary. Maybe when I start out, you know, yes, like friend, happy, or, money. Yeah. Something, love, something Nice. Positive, yeah, positive that is gonna not freak you out yeah. for the rest of your life. Don't put negative stuff out there, people. Because, yeah, I think you can manifest something. If I you, absolutely uh... think that. No, it used to happen to me all the time when I was a kid. My mom would tell me. It's like, I would say, oh, I wish I had a dictionary. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, this, like, bag of dictionaries showed up at our preschool that my parents ran. Oh, wow. And, you know, it's just all these, like, little small things like that. I would yeah. say, you know, I wish I had this. And then it would just appear, usually within a day or two. Mm. And so my mom was like, you're a good manifester. So so maybe you should do the money. Yeah, I will do the money. That sounds good. Maybe we can, what if it was your property and there's, like, something, like, millions of, like, we have oil. I wish. Oh, my gosh. You have oil on your land. No, Dude, I am get so much money for that. Half convinced that the o- owner buried gold or some shit <gasps> somewhere. Like I've always thought that. Well, and Joel's like, "You're a crazy person," but <laughs> well, hopefully you dream about it and it shows you where it Indeed. is. And you think of me because I like if I this. find fucking something in. Like, if we do that, uh-huh. I will 100% split that shit yes. halfway. Okay, you heard it now, everyone. <laughs> yeah. This is staying in the podcast. This is a verbal contract. Yes, yeah, verbal contract, <laughs> indeed. So, that was that story. So, random oh. guys. Interesting, right? Good stuff, Caitlin. Thank you. And I, I mean, I think it fits the survival thing because, you I'm know, you it. never... I don't even give a shit if it fits or not. <laughs> I survived it. I had a lot of goosebumps yeah, that right? whole time. Which one was your favorite? Ooh... I think, well, favorite wise, uh-huh. I think the girl who thought the happy, right? You know, and uh, had her rock. mug and then had it. But the one about the death and the, oh, the shot, shot guy. Yeah. Oh, and weird. You gotta watch yourself. Like I'm still getting shivers. Yeah. Thinking about it. Oh, all right. I don't. <laughs> if we do do Rainanautica, we'll film it and post it. So. Oh my god. All right. Okay. We're getting some drinks. We're taking a bathroom break. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Michelle. I've been super excited. (sighs) I know what it's kind of about, so I am super excited to hear it. So, Turns out I'm not excited. Okay. Like, just researching this got me so creeped out. Right? Oh, so, okay. So, I'm going to take us back to the 90s. Woo! And so, this is a story about Brian Bethel. Okay. And it's in... um, Abilene, Texas, and this is actually the first reported story of the black-eyed children. Ooh, I know. Black-eyed oh. children. They're the worst. Okay. They're the worst, as it turns out. You fucking told me about them, yeah. and ugh. So. At least it piqued the interest. Indeed. Should I get a little bit into the black-eyed children first, or should we tell a story and then get into it? Maybe tell a story first, and then we can kind of get into what happened in the story and give okay. a little background of the, what, what they are. Who they are. Okay. Okay, That sounds good. Okay. All right. So back to Brian in 1996 in Texas. So he has uh, left his apartment around 930 in the evening. Okay. Why? Good question, Caitlin. He's going to (laughs) uh, drop off a bill. So he's paying his internet service bill. Okay. And this was, you know, again, back in the 90s. So, you know, you were like. Automatic payment. I was alive. I was there. Barely. Jeez, you didn't have a checking account. I sure did not. (laughs) No, but um, I remember we had to do this with like the electric bill and stuff like that. You know, if you didn't mail it in time, you Uh could go drop it off. I see. And a lot of times they have drop boxes and stuff like that. Can't you still do that? Probably. Probably. Anyway, so that's what he was doing. So he went down a street where there was a movie theater. Okay. And it was one of those $1.50 movies, uh, movie theaters, you know, where they were... The sort of end runs, if you will. I don't know how that really matters, but there you go. Um, So he parked under the marquee for the light. Okay. So he was sitting there in his running car, parked on the side of the road, writing a check out to his internet service. Okay, so he wasn't ready. No, exactly. He was getting it ready, and then he was going to take off and take it. So he's sitting in his car, writing out his check, when he hears a knock on his window. Mm. So he looks over, and this is on the driver's side window. He looks up, and there's two boys 
standing there. Okay. And they look both between the ages of 10 and 14, which was his guess. Yeah. Um, one boy was taller, and he was wearing a pullover hooded sweatshirt in a gray checked pattern. Okay. He had olive-colored skin and uh, curly medium brown hair. The hooded shirt was in a light green color, and he looked nervously as the other boy talked to Brian. So the 10-year-old. Well, yeah, he's not sure. Okay, but so the younger is younger of the, the shorter two one. Okay. is the one that talks to him. Okay. And his first impression was like, "Oh my god, they're going to ask me for money." That's right. they're obviously not related to each other, you know, maybe they're I don't know. I want to say street kids, but I don't know if that's <laughs> Those dang street kids. Those youths. <laughs> just spit everywhere. <laughs> god. So, he kind of turns to talk to them and that's when this sort of unreasonable fear sort of surged up in him. Oh. And out of nowhere, he just got super, super scared. So the tall boy smiled and Brian said that it chilled his blood. Ooh. I know. Ugh. Brian explained, I could feel fight or flight responses kicking in. Something I knew instinctively was not right, mm. but I didn't know what it could possibly be. Right. So he rolled down the window just a little bit, just a crack, uh, so he could talk to the boys. And the tall boy smiled even wider Ugh. with showing very, very white teeth. Okay. The boys wanted to see a movie, but they had forgotten their money and they needed a ride home to get their money and then a ride back to the theater so they could go in and watch Mortal Kombat. Okay. A tall order to ask a random stranger. Yeah, no shit. He knew that something was wrong. Right. Like, he just felt like something was wrong. The tall boy was too confident. He wasn't acting like a child at all, uh-huh. asking a stranger for a favor. He was acting like Brian was required to let them into the car. Oh. And the question was more of a formality than right. an actual question. Okay. So Brian hesitated to answer. And then he noticed the second boy eyeing him nervously with a mixture of confusion and guilt on his face. Hmm. Both boys seemed a bit surprised that Brian had not immediately agreed to take them home and then bring them back. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, get in. It's all good. Uh, so Where do you t- live, kids? Like, yeah. Let's go. No problem. So the tall boy spoke again, assuring Brian that they just wanted to go to their house and that they were just two little boys. <laughs> Brian was sure something was wrong, so stalled for time by asking what movie they were going to see. He said, well, we're going to see Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. And so Brian looked up at the theater and realized that the start time had already begun. Okay. So by the time he took them to their home and come and would drive back, the movie, the movie, yeah, or would be over. And so they're like, because it had started over an hour. Oh, previously. really? Yeah, oh, yeah, no way. Yeah. Sorry, kids. Bye. So he's thinking the boys can't possibly be there to actually see that movie. Right. So the silent boy was getting increasingly nervous. And the tall boy started talking, soothing and assuring Brian that they couldn't get to into his car unless he let them. And that they would just go to their mother's house and then the boys would be gone before you know it, as they said. Usually it's the opposite. Usually, you know, you get creepy vibes when, like, an older person's like, hey, want to ride kids? I know, you know. Not fucking little kids right? asking to be taken home. So Brian realized that his hand was on the lock of the door ready to unlock it Ooh. to sort of let them in. So he jerked his hand away violently, and then he looked back at the tall boy and tried to sort of figure out why he had, like, jerked his Done hand that. away so... Like, Mm. I don't know. Things are just not adding up for Brian very much. Right. In the moment he had pulled his hand away, Brian broke eye contact with the the tall boy for the first time in the whole conversation. Oh, interesting. So, and then when he looked back at him, he noticed something that he had not noticed up to this point. Yes. The eyes of both boys were just coal black orbs with no irises or pupils. So just solid black black eyes. eyes. That's not right. No. No. You can get contacts like that now, but... I know. I I saw, like, an ad for it, and I was like, if some fucking asshole shows up at my door with those contacts in, they're going to end up getting probably shot in the head because it's so scary. Yeah, absolutely. Don't do that. Don't do that. Ugh. 
The silent boy had a horrified look on his face, and the tall boy was now clearly angry, but continued to ask Brian if he could get in the car. Ugh. We won't hurt you. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun. Oh, my God. So these are the things that they're saying to him. How do you... So we don't have a gun. Yeah, That's something with someone with a gun would say. Exactly. If someone says I'm not gonna hurt you, I don't have a gun. I will leave. It's like, like ding ding ding. Yeah, I think you have a gun, and you probably are gonna hurt me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let well, me in. No, thank you. That is pretty much what Brian okay, did. Good. He had had enough, and his car was still running, so he pretty much just put that bitch into reverse yeah. and skidded out of that parking or out of that parking space yeah. as fast as he could. And then when he looked back at the parking lot under the marquee, uh-huh. the boys were nowhere to be seen. Ooh, so gross. The sidewalk near the theater was completely deserted. Oh my gosh. So as a little follow-up, so that's oh. the end of the encounter. Okay. And really what he took away from it is that he was fucking super scared yeah. and hella creeped out. So, sometime after this encounter with these two black-eyed children, Brian called a friend of his named Chad, who he'd gone on ho- ghost hunts with oh, previously. Okay. So, that's not a call you could make, because I will never go on a ghost hunt Why? with you. Why? Where are you random nodding now? <sighs> My kind of intent thing. is not going to be ghost. Okay. Is that what your intent no. is? Your secret intent? No, I don't want to see a ghost. Again? I dun, want... dun, dun. I know. My God. <laughs> Good one. All right. <laughs> So, uh, Chad, his friend, had uh, two female friends with him, both of whom claimed to have psychic abilities. Mm. So, during the call, Brian started to describe the encounter. One of the women stopped him early to ask if the children had black eyes oh. in a story. And Brian, who was like, what? Hang on. Admitted that, in fact, yes, they did have black eyes. So, I guess that woman, a week earlier, had had a dream about children wanting to come into her house and it took her a little while to realize it but then she realized that they had black eyes and she refused to let them into the house and then sort of what she intuitively felt was if she had let them into the house Uh they would have killed her (gasps) and if brian had let him into the his car yeah they would have killed him so that's what she thinks their intention was but who knows so that's the first sort of Big incident right? Of the black eyed children. Like in the 90s, you know, that's the first documented encounter, you right. know? It's just like the universe knows that everyone's afraid of children because they're creepy. And so they're just like, okay, let's put these little assholes out. And <laughs> just, I'm not saying children are, I'm just saying these black eyed children. I mean, uh, what do you think they are? I, it sounds they're... like vampire rules, you know? Like, hey, you have to invite mm. me in. Like, are they little vampires or... Ooh, good. I was thinking I maybe know. aliens or something oh, like that. That's interesting as well. Hmm. Maybe they take forms of children because they're innocent and people will pretty much, you know, help a kid out. So if they need a ride or they need to use the phone or something like that, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, this kid needs help. Come on in. So they're like innocent. Well, that would be totally what I would do. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, As you'll see. But one of the things that I actually read about Mm -hmm. the black eyed children is they're more likely to show up at your house if you know about them. So you all know about him now. You all know about him now. He's listening. Isn't that the scariest? (laughs) Oh, God. As soon as I read that, I was like. Nope, I'm no. done fucking researching this forever. <laughs> right? Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if you if this happens to you, let us know. We know. Have, we're sorry. We're, yeah. But... Oh, yeah. God. If I don't know what I would fucking do. Seriously. It just sounds so scary. Okay. Absolutely. So this... But now you're going to... Everyone's going to be assholes to kids now. Yeah. Like, I need I help. Know. Be like, get, get out of here, kid. <laughs> well, because that, um, that's actually another thing. I don't think it's in this story. Maybe it is. Hopefully it's not. Now I've got to, like, look Sorry, it up. Sorry, did I jump ahead? No, I want to jump ahead, but... Be nice to kids, unless they have black eyes. Well, then... okay, that's what it was, oh. is that a lot of times when you first start talking to them, they don't have black eyes. Oh! And then you look away and look back, and then they have Ooh, black eyes. It was like, give me goosebumps! <laughs> Oh, so my gosh. when you first are talking to them, you're like you cute don't, little kids. Yeah, and that's why people aren't like losing their shit the right. second they see them. 
Because, I mean, I would think you wouldn't have a conversation for more than one second with a child that black has eyes. solid black eyes. Oh my gosh, that put another creep factor onto that. I know. A new so level. it could be any. So you got to break eye contact. <laughs> break eye contact. Back. Yeah, look back up. Yeah. Especially if you're feeling dread. I mean, if you feel fear talking to a kid, there's something wrong. That is the sort of thread that's true through all of these stories. Okay. I'm going to tell three all together. Okay, let's hear the next um, one. But yeah, it's just full of dread and fear whenever they're around. Oh, okay. okay. So this next story is about Jake. And I say Jake with quotations because I don't think it's his actual name. I don't think he reveals his name at any point. Okay. So we'll just call him Jake because that's what they call him in this article. Sounds great. So he had been doing a lot of research online and he had been looking on lots of paranormal sites. About them? Yeah. About, um, he watched a lot of scary videos on YouTube about these black eyed children. Uh Uh-huh. And from everything he had gathered, they find you. You don't find them. Interesting. I know. Blah, blah. Dun, dun, dun. Where do you do blah, blah, blah? <laughs> I don't that? know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm at the deep end of the piano. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. Oh, God. Okay. They find you. You don't find them. Okay. So Jake mm. came up with a plan. Because oh. he wanted to find them. So he pretty much wanted to find out if it's a real thing or mm-hmm. just some, you know, internet sensation. Right, that a creepypasta. The... Exactly. So Jake started putting up anonymous ads on Craigslist. On Craig's list. Good God. Uh-huh. It read, Black Eyed Kids, I'm not afraid of you. I want to meet you. 9 p.m. Wednesday, the park bench on the corner of 3rd and Washington. Show me why I'm wrong and why I should be afraid. This is like after school. Like, I know. 3 p.m. Parking lot yeah. after school. I'm going like, to beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. That's creepy. That's manifesting, man. Yeah. Hi. Like, what he needed to put is intent on the... Black eyed children. Yeah. That's... Ew. And then he would have found them. Oh, my God. I'm not doing that. God, Don't you're... do it. Don't do it. Oh. We're not... We're not advocating this this in any way. And you better not do it. It's going to be like your thought behind. I don't want to find these kids. Fuck that. Oh my God. That's so scary. Okay. So the bench was only a block from his house. So every Wednesday he'd walk down there and to, and hung out on the bench to see if anyone would come by. Uh Uh-huh. He, oh, what he said is he usually wouldn't sit there, but he'd stand back and just sort of watch the bench. And he said he might not be afraid of the black-eyed kids, but he knows that the internet can bring out all kinds of nuts. Uh And it did, occasionally. Uh, Nothing exciting to write about is what he said, but there was a couple of pervs and some teenagers that showed up kind of joking Like that night or multiple times? Multiple times. So it turns out he put this Craigslist out for six months. (gasps) So... Every week for six months, he would go watch this bench and wait for the black eyed kids. And then he decided to stop posting the ad. Okay. So the week the ad stopped, he got a knock on his door. (gasps) I know. He was sitting on the couch and it was a little bit after nine o'clock in the evening. He doesn't know how to explain it, but the second he heard the knock, his skin went ice cold. Ooh. He didn't need to get up. He knew who it was and he was already terrified. Oh my gosh. He knew. Yeah. I was wrong about not being afraid of black eyed kids is what he said. The fear is on a different level, an instinctual and primal level. Shit. So he did manage to get up and open the door, (gasps) which I would have never gotten that far. And there was a kid there, about nine years old, olive skin, dark hair, solid black eyes, which I think is almost exactly the same. Yeah, but uh, he didn't. They didn't have black eyes in the beginning. No, that's true. But this he, one did. Yeah, this one did. Ugh. And he was like, "Can I come in?" Oh <laughs> no! He was speechless. After what felt like an eternity, he responded, "No," and then started to close the door. The boy said, "We missed you at the park tonight." <gasps> And he stopped closing the door. He looked at him and his mind was racing. They had been watching him. The boy smiled up at him and it took everything he had to move his arm away to start pushing the door. Because he had started opening the door for like him to come in. And so it took all of his like mental fortitude to to be able to shut the door (gasps) and try to lock it. So as soon as he shut the door, 
He started gasping for air. It's like he hadn't been breathing pretty much through this entire encounter. He sat against the wall and face facing sort of the closed door. Uh-huh. And then he heard knock, knock, <gasps> knock. And oh so gosh, the boy was still outside. Oh my gosh. So it took him over an hour to move from that spot. Like he had been staring at that door for over an hour at this point. He didn't sleep that night and he didn't sleep the next night. Eventually, he collapsed from exhaustion at his desk at work, only to be awoken minutes later by a nightmare memory of the boy. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I don't like when he says, we missed you. That means there is more I than know. one. Ew. Yeah, there's only one at the door. Usually, they kind of come in twos. Okay. Is from everything I've read. I'm vaguely concerned that I've said, like, black-eyed kids so many times. No, that... this just lets people know what they are. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time fucking walk into my car I'm just across the street to, i'll watch you where i'm gonna come out and he's gonna have black contacts in my gosh i would scream and punch him in the face that's what you I can know. though i'll give you permission to do that if he has black eyes out there ah, boom. <laughs> you're dead actually like you, my... you think your punch is gonna kill someone <laughs> wow you think kind of highly of your capability of punching people as soon as i said it i was like i don't think that's right I mean, a bloody nose, for sure, but death, I don't know, Michelle. I punched him just right. Okay. You don't know. I took Krav Maga for, like, three classes. (laughs) Oh, continue, please. Okay, I'm sorry. So, now it's been six months later, and he, every now and again, has fear just wash over him just completely, and then he remembers the black eyes that the kids had. Um, Do you think he feels that when they're nearby or ooh, just maybe really like they walk by his house or something ooh, and stare at it? Oh my God. Uh, so he's positive that the kids are evil yeah. and the people they meet who can't resist their power, he thinks you'll never hear from those people again. <gasps> so he now pretty much avoids that park bench. Yeah. Completely. Absolutely. Um, and people think he's crazy and for walking like three blocks out of his way to not have to pass that park yeah. bench, but he never goes near it again. And he says that the black eyed kids are nothing to be messed with. Dude, I am not manifesting any of that, man. Happiness, love, money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> friendship. Friendship. <laughs> Ew. <gasps> you have one more story? I have one more. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. Okay. So let me, this, um, actually, I don't know if I have a year for this one. That's okay. It's, bef- it's after the 90s. So yeah, it's after the 90s. Sure. So I think this is in the 2000s at some point. So this woman lives in just outside a rural town in Vermont. Okay. It's a very tight-knit community where everyone knows everybody. Uh-huh. Um, and people don't really lock their doors at night. I mean, that's how I was I mean, I, I guess. growing up. I've never... Not locked that. Your doors. Yeah, I've never not locked that door. I like I don't know I don't know. I've never had that feeling of this is fine. Yeah, we've like growing up, we lived kind of out in the country a little bit. Oh. And we always left a door open. I mean, for what? our dog to go in and out. And oh, it was just man. always and I I remember I came home when I was like 16 or 17 uh-huh. and the doors were locked. Yeah. And I lost my shit because the doors had never been, been locked. locked. So, of course, I took it personally and they... my dad locked me out. But that wasn't the case. <laughs> my parents leave the back door open so the cat can come in and out. But, I mean, that's the only... Like, the back door I understand, but the front door? Was it the front door? No, we let... okay. it was a back door. Okay. But we always left the front door open yeah, as well. No. All of our... Or unlocked. Like, I can't feel Nothing that. was locked. So, on this evening, uh-huh. a while back, um, this woman wakes up and to hear a loud banging on her front door. Okay. So, at this time, she lived in a small house on a dirt road mm-hmm. um, that was just off the, kind of the main road for the town. And it was in the middle of a snowstorm, mm-hmm. and she knows that the nearby hills get super slippery. Okay. And that it was probably someone who had just been in a car accident. Oh. Um, cause that has happened before. She's okay. had people get into a car accident in that area because it's super slippery and then come to their house for help. So okay. that's what she figured it was. That's logical. Okay. So she went out to the window where she could see the motion light, you know, had uh-huh. come on. Okay. So she just assumed it probably wasn't anything big. Okay. So, she could see from her window that there were footprints in the snow, which is that picture. I'll okay, yeah. Um, that had That's come. Not good. I know. From so the footprints had 
come from the road okay. and then into our driveway, but there was no car anywhere. She couldn't see any car in the vicinity. Any, um, no tracks of the a car. car? No, so it had been okay. snowing and there was just footprints coming up to the house. Interesting, okay. Yeah. So the front door was obscured from the window, but she could see that someone was standing there. <gasps> I know. Oh! <laughs> She wasn't sure what to think, so she woke up her husband. Yeah, so they So she could feel a little bit safer, which is exactly what I would have yeah. fucking done. While she was telling him what was going on, the banging started again. Oh. And so she told her husband to go answer it. Yeah. Which is also what I would do. Right, yeah. So absolutely. she hung out in the hallway and kind of watched this go down. So the husband opened the door, and there was two children standing there, oh. standing in the snow, looking towards the ground. Okay. Uh, it was a boy and a girl, and okay. they could not have been more than eight years old. Okay. So pretty young. Yeah. So as it turns out... And the female this time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they can be boy or girl okay. between six and 16 oh is my about the age okay. range. Okay. I know. <laughs> so they a wide range. Yeah, but never older than 16. So they were dressed strangely and had odd haircuts. Uh, okay. The, the girl's hair was very long and straight, and the boy had a dated haircut that almost looked like a bowl cut. So, yeah. nerd. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Fuck you, black eyed kids. Four eyes. Oh, I don't know where that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like the only teasing, I guess I know. Yeah. They weren't dressed for winter, and her first thought was that they must be Mennonite children. But then, as far as she knew, there wasn't any men like Mennonite communities. Do they not around. wear coats? No, apparently not. Really? No, they I was... had no idea. So, well, oh, the Mennonites? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know why she thought that they were men. Maybe it was okay. the bad haircut. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I need to... Okay. I don't know why she thought they were Mennonites. Stop there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, thinking back on it, she realized her first normal reaction would be to seeing two kids out in the snow yeah. with no snow clothes on mm-hmm. is to like rush them in and bundle them up and give them hot cocoa yeah. and you know make everything better for them but that was not her reaction okay so that is not how she felt okay she uh said everything about the children was unnerving so they would not make eye contact and when their husband asked if everything was okay they only asked if they could come in her husband looked at her and was like, what do I do? And she, he ended up turning to the kids and was like, where are your parents? Uh-huh. And all they would say is, they'll be here soon. Ew. Uh, so around 2 o'clock in the morning at this point, the only reasonable thought in her head was that it must have been an accident or these kids are lost. Uh-huh. Like, that's the only explanation well, yeah, she could I mean, come that's... up having kids show up at her house. Absolutely. Logical. At two in the morning. So as much as her instincts were telling her to not let them in, Uh she did anyway. (gasps) Ew! So this is a story of... How they got inside. Yeah. Letting the kids inside. So she went to the kitchen to make some hot cocoa while her husband took them into the living room. I think to probably speak more to them and get them comfortable and everything. So she was fixing the kettle. She could hear her husband talking to them. He was asking if they were okay, where did they come from, how far had they walked, if their parents' car had broken down, that type of thing. But they always answered, our parents will be here soon. That's all they said after every question? Yeah, our parents will be here soon. They spoke in sing-songy voice, so it's, our parents will be here soon. Ew, that makes it worse. (laughs) And they didn't seem to be afraid to be in a stranger's house. Were they smiling the whole time? Oh, probably. Ew. Okay. God. So she started to notice that their cats, they had four, were all hiding in the kitchen, except for one named Pigeon. Uh, Normally their cats are very curious and friendly, and they have to be careful that they won't run out the door. This time, none of them even tried to see who was there. Oh. So they thought that was a little bit strange, that the cats didn't come to meet these fucking whacked out kids. Right. Um, all the hair on Pigeon's neck was standing straight up, and his tail was puffed up anytime oh. he sort of looked into the living room. Animals know, man. Animals do know, man. Ugh. So he, she bent down to pet him and to see what was wrong, 
He started hissing and growling and backed up until he had hit himself underneath the kitchen island. So he was not having fucking anything to do with anyone. She had never seen him do anything like that before. When she walked back into the living room, the kids were sitting on the couch as still as can be. But her husband was holding his head in in his hands. Okay. She asked him what was wrong and he said he felt very dizzy all of a sudden. Oh. But he was fine. Okay. Like, I'm dizzy but I feel okay now. He, she turned back to the kids to give them their cocoa but when they looked up at her, she gasped. Because the eyes were Yes. No. It, she said, it took everything inside of me not to drop the mugs and run away. When they looked at me, their eyes were completely black. They had no eyes, just giant black pupils. When they saw that she was scared, they stood up and asked if they could use the bathroom. She tried to be as composed as she could and took them down the hall. They went into the bathroom together and she hurried back to her husband to ask if he had seen their eyes. Yeah. He had seen them. He had seen them too and said it looked like his brother's badly bruised eyes after a car accident. So they were in the middle of talking about the kids when her husband's nose started to bleed. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) He had not had any nosebleeds for a really long time, pretty much as long as she knew him. Uh And she knew just within herself that this was somehow related to the kids. Uh She didn't know how. She didn't know. But she started crying and she went and got some tissues for her husband's Uh bloody nose. And that's when the power went out. <gasps> you no, no, they're roaming free in the house. <laughs> Where are they? I know, God. So she heard her husband yell her name from the living room. And she started to walk back through the hallway. She stopped dead in her tracks. The two children were standing at the end of the hallway. Freaking shining. Yes. Oh, are they, they holding hands? My gosh. No, but they weren't moving. And she said she had never been scared. So scared in her entire life. They just stood there in the dark. After what felt like forever, mm-hmm. the boy said, our parents are here. And they <gasps> walked to the door, opened it, and walked out with leaving the door wide open. Her husband jumped up to go close it and almost fell over. We looked out and saw two men standing in a black car idling at the end of our driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suit and were very tall, at least six feet. Okay. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got into the car, and drove off. Okay. Our power came on about a half an hour later, but nothing was the same after that. So, I don't know if it's the fucking men in black or what. So, over the next few months, three of their cats, three of the four cats, Uh went missing. (gasps) They could only assume that they ran away somewhere, but they never came back. Um, but Pigeon, uh-huh. as you know, the bristled one yeah. that hid under the kitchen counter, they came home to find Pigeon in a puddle of blood <gasps> on the living room floor. Oh my gosh! It looks like he had just been vomiting blood and the vet said it had been some kind of hemorrhage. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, so all the cats are dead now. Missing or dead. Yeah. yeah they're not really sure. So her husband's nosebleeds uh-huh. became a regular occurrence. Oh my gosh. So they went to the doctor and they didn't know what to make of it other than he's got dry nasal passages. Okay. But her husband was diagnosed with an aggressive skin cancer. <gasps> when the doctors asked if he had been using tanning beds, we both thought he was joking, but apparently this kind of melanoma was linked to overuse of indoor tanning beds. Really? The doctors think he will recover, but don't understand how it got so bad so quickly. Uh, Her husband never worked an outdoor job and spends relatively little time in the sun. Ooh. So since we let the black-eyed kids into our house, she has suffered from regular dizzy spells and nosebleeds on a regular basis. Her? Yeah. She says she's had other issues, but she didn't mention them. Okay. Uh, But she trusts me that suddenly... She's in the worst condition in her life. Oh, my gosh. And no one can do anything about it. And she knows it's because she let those black-eyed kids into her house. She, I guess they've told everyone they could about the strange kids that showed up at night, but no one else saw them. And some now laugh at how they were scared of the Mennonite kids. (laughs) (laughs) Their little haircuts. (laughs) But they know what they saw, and she wishes her husband had never opened the door for them. Her advice is to lock your doors, call the police, and wait for morning. Yeah. Don't make the same mistake she did. There was another one I read where um, a guy let them in 
to, I think, his house, mm-hmm. and then within six months died of cancer. Yeah, I heard, I mean, it's the same one. They, he let him in, and his dog never left from under the table. Like, even when the kids left, the dog oh, never left. I did. Well, a lot of the pets in pretty yeah. much all of the stories act very strangely yeah. and are usually never the same. And they die. Yeah. They, the the dog never left. It's so crazy. I just don't understand it. Like, they just, I, like I said, the universe knows that kids are just creepy. And <laughs> Well, and I want to know who the fuck those men in black were. Yeah, that's interesting because you really see about the men in black when there's, like, alien encounters. So maybe it is aliens. Mm-hmm. But why do they have vampire properties? Like, you have to invite them in. Yeah. They can't come in that's unless the you main say... Thing. You have to invite them in. Yeah. And you never do what they ask you. So there's been some where it's like they've asked you for money or they've asked for a small favor or a ride. Don't do it. Because one was, I read or listened to a story and they were like, can we use the phone? Yeah, that's another one. Right. And like, here's my cell phone. Like, no, we want to use your landline. Like, we want to use your landline inside. Like, no, here's my cell phone. You can just use it outside, whoever you need. And they get really mad because that was their way in. It's just... Well, yeah, there was another that one. That is the 90s. Landlines? Ugh. <laughs> I know. Who even has those anymore? Right? Jeez. No, they, um, one woman I read about, she, um, they asked to use her phone. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'll call your mom for you. Give yeah. me the phone number. And they're like, no, we need to, we need to be the one to talk to her. So yeah. you need to let us in and let us in. She never did let him in, though. Yeah. Creepy. Oh, the, yeah. It's just, uh... There was another one so I read, which I was going to bring, and then I found these other ones, uh-huh. of a guy who tried calling them with music. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a specific... A sound. Yeah, a sound wave. Yeah. Some sort of frequency that will call him out, mm-hmm. and he did it, and I think he did it for like... A while. Yeah, it was quite a few nights in a row, mm-hmm. and then they eventually, he saw something out in the woods, because he was out in a cabin, like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Sorry, hard pass. Yeah, absolutely. Hard fucking Yeah, pass. there is a video. I mean, there's some... Vi- this this one is a video, and you just see, like, it looks like a young teenager, and it's the middle of the night, and he just stands there on his porch for hours, just standing in one spot yes, for hours. that's the one. Oh, I got goosebumps yeah, again. You're going to have right? to walk me to my car. I that's will. That's fine. <laughs> I will. I will definitely walk you to your car. I'm too freaked um, out. I want to be that person when I'm older to have a kettle and hot cocoa at the ready just for any occasion. (laughs) That's just what I got from it. Um, But yeah, so watch out for black eyed children. Oh God. I, are you doing anything fun for your birthday? Yeah. No. Okay. Never leaving the house again. Is that what you mean to say? They come to you. What are you talking about? You don't find them. They find yeah, you. You oh. said it, man. Barf-tastic. No, I think we're going to go to breakfast and oh, then possibly nice. go to dinner. Oh, yeah. cute. We're going crazy. I, hey. Maybe your buy birthday. a bathtub. That's buy a bathtub? Yeah, we oh. want to put in a little downstairs bathroom and nice. want to have a nice bathtub down there. So. That'd be awesome. So we'll see. We'll That'd see what nice. happens. Yeah. We're going to go where the weekend takes us. That's right. And your intent is happy birthday. <laughs> happiness black eyed kids that's my thing is like i think about it in the background yeah i know and then i'm just gonna end up terrifying myself i know i mean i hope everyone can sleep well tonight after hearing uh these spooky stories i know i'll probably sleep like a log you probably will you have three dogs on the bed you feel pretty protected man yeah until charlie wakes up in the middle of the night and then barks like a murderer is entering and it's terrifying well, I'm glad that you're going to have a great birthday. So, happy birthday, Michelle. This episode is spooky. I think it was a good episode. I think it it's, was. It was too scary. It was too scary. <laughs> All right. It, it, no, yeah. and I thought I had found another Dear David, like, <gasps> update, uh-huh. and I didn't. Oh. One thing I read is they think maybe he's under contract now. Because oh, really? they're making a movie. Oh, are they really? Yeah, so they are making a, mo- a Dear David movie, and so I think that they're... Um, he can't do anything. So either he's actually possessed by David, okay. and that's the reason he's not posting anything, uh-huh. or perhaps he is making a movie, and that's why he can't say anything That's the way to more. do it, man. I know. I hope he rolls in it. Like in the money. Is, like the no. movie... <laughs> that sounded weird. 
Like, the movie will give away what's actually happening right now, like the Yeah, the or update. they're coming up with their own ending. It's like a documentary or... type movie, or is it just like a, a I movie? I think it's a dramatization of based on a true story type situation. So we'll see. Yeah, but no new Dear David All updates. Right. Well, this was awesome. So we hope you have a safe Halloween. Do not fucking run into those any of those <laughs> damn kids. You know what? Just stay inside. Just stay inside. Yeah. Don't Lock let anyone in. If anybody knocks, fuck them. Don't open it. Kids don't eat candy. Unless it's DoorDash or Uber Eats. Then <laughs> then they leave the food and That's leave. That's true. They do. They leave it at the door. <laughs> Not that Great. I know. <laughs> I haven't heard from DoorDash more than anyone else on my phone. That's fine. Uh, so uh, happy birthday, Michelle. Uh, thank you. And we hope you have a fun Halloween, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah. Stay safe out there, guys. Thank you. Good Lord. Bye. Keep those intents pure.